In a world fraught with fantasy football, three middle-aged idiots united by fate, filled to their tits in hot dogs and hard seltzers, somewhere between golfing for draft spots and jacking dicks, courage and not courage, between Maine and California, there lies the Bitch Pudding Fantasy Football League. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. Oh, God. Welcome back. This is the Hot Dogs of the Turn podcast. I'm Hot Day Chris, joined here tonight by Johnny Country Club and Brooks Don't Call Me Stalin Dyer. Three losers. Three losers. Three big fucking losers. Personally, I don't even want to talk about it. It's just fucking painful. Yeah, it's not good. Let's get into something at least semi-interesting. I'm going to quiz you guys on some stuff. Um, Name, let's, what do you want? Top 10 or top 5? And the the amount that you can pull out is the amount of points you get. And then the loser at the end of it has to eat a carrot. How about that? Brooks, are you going to fart out that carrot so you can eat it when you're done? Yeah. Yeah, how about the loser... (laughs) Has to beat the shit out of themselves, or jump out of a window and die. <laughs> Loser has to light themselves on fire in a parking lot somewhere. <laughs> right, Loser has to cover themselves in honey and lay on an anthill. Oh God! Loser has to stick their their dick into an, an anthill. There you go. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, it almost sounds fun. It's on fire, do you? Top top ten sacked quarterbacks this year so far. Ooh, uh, top Matt, ten. Matt yeah. Ryan. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. He's he's fifth. Tom oh, Brady. Nice. Tom Brady. He is not on the list now. You are now disqualified, Brooks. You can't guess anymore. Chris, go ahead. I'm making the rules up as I go along. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is not on the list. Uh, you, you are now disqualified. Um, so you only have one point for this round. (laughs) (laughs) Justin Fields. So yeah, we got Justin Fields. Uh, this is, this is from high to low. Justin Fields, 46, uh, Russell Wilson, uh, Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousin, Matt Ryan, Geno Smith, Joe Burrow, Ryan Tannehill, Justin Herbert, and Jalen Hurts. Uh, Jalen Hurts at 10 with 33 sacks. Damn. Wow. Um, On target throws percentage by QBs. Uh, what, what can, top can 10? Can you define yeah, that? Top 10. On target. Most accurate quarterbacks. Meaning, like, these aren't throwaways. These are yeah. things where they're deemed everything is catchable. Okay. Or, it, yeah, there you go. How about that? Um, hmm, top 10. I'm going to go with Joe Burrow. Okay, he's at four. So it's 1 1 right now. Brooks, go until you lose. How about that? Ugh, I feel like I lost. Um, um, Pat Mahomes. Yep, he's at uh, eighth. Two one. Um, hurry up! This Mike is White. not fucking dynamite uh, radio. Uh, Mike White is off, so you are now eliminated. Uh, Chris, go for it. Fuck. Okay. Um, let's do. Is this Jeopardy fashion? If Chris gets it wrong, I can steal it. No, there's no, there's no swiping in for the steal like Family Feud. I'm gonna go for, I'm gonna go for a, a dark horse here. Let's go, uh, let's go, Kenny Pickett. Nope, no Jeez. points awarded to you this round. Fuck. Geno Smith actually leads the league right now for on-target wow. throws. Oh yeah, uh, at seventy-nine percent. Then it goes Damn. to Daniel Jones, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, Tua, Matt Ryan, Pat Mahomes, uh, Tom Brady, and Trevor Lawrence. 
Hmm. Um, Trevor Lawrence has been crushing it. End yeah, of the he's, season. he's been doing yeah, He really looked like dog shit. Now he looks awesome. Uh, how about uh, we we'll go we'll go on the bad side. Bad throw percentage by quarterback. Bad throw? Yeah, like things that are considered bad throws, like overthrows, underthrows, something that was actually supposed to be thrown. Zach Wilson. Uh, Zach Wilson, yes. Um, is there, all right, I'm going to ask you a question. Is there someone on the list that is he wouldn't really think that would make this list? Uh, someone that's an MVP candidate. Mm, sure. Hmm. Okay. Because um, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to reach. I'm going to say Josh Allen. No. I'm being very liberal right. with the idea of a of an MVP candidate. Oh, Tua. No. Uh, Dak Prescott is the guy I'm thinking of. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, how about... Uh, how about Andy Dalton? <laughs> uh, Andy Dalton is not on the list. Um, Fuck. Yeah, so we got um, Wilson, uh, Davis Mills, Justin Fields, Derek Carr, Matt Stafford, Heineke, Pickett, Prescott, uh, Lamar Jackson, Jared Goff. Wow. Yeah, I forgot how bad Matt Stafford was before he got injured. Yeah, so like, really what bad. what was interesting was the uh, the most turnover worthy plays by a quarterback. Matt uh, or uh, Josh Allen has twenty six leading the way, uh, which I found to be really surprising. Um, then on target passes dropped by a receiver. That was another one. Um, Josh Allen led the way with thirty one, and Tom Brady had twenty seven. Russell Wilson with twenty three. Um, I'm not going to go through all of these yards per attempt. Uh, Brooks, you're, you're the quarterback you hate the most. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was actually at 7.9 ranked fourth. Oh, I don't hate him the most. I just think he's, I just think that he's a bad player, oh, okay. but I don't hate him. I only well, hate one, one quarterback. You sure. All right. How do you, do you want do you want to get right into it, or or do you want to hear some cool things about Nick Foles and some crazy stat lines? Oh, big dick Nick. Let's hear it. Yeah, let's hear about Nick Foles. Okay, let's do the Nick Foles ones. I gotta I gotta I gotta grab that one now. Not not okay. Uh, Nick Foles. Um, let's see. These are crazy things. So. Uh, he was a Super Bowl MVP, one of the only two, uh, only two quarterbacks to beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, tied single-game NFL record with seven pass, passing touchdowns uh, versus the Raiders in 2003 and set a single-season NFL record for TD-to-interception ratio in 2013 as well, which was 27 touchdowns to two interceptions. So you would think a guy that has those accolades under his belt is pretty good. Well, these are also true <laughs> things about him. He nearly retired in 2016 before uh, he got signed back on and he won the Super Bowl. Uh, he was traded and replaced by the team that he won the Super Bowl for. Uh, he won zero games with the Jags after signing an $88 million contract, and he is 8-17 and 17 as a starting quarterback for any team not named the Eagles. Uh, he has more playoff victories than Boomer Asylum, Dan Fouts, Cam Newton, Warren Moon, and Joe Namath. Uh, three and two wins. Uh, he is four and two in the playoffs. Uh, here are some quarterbacks that has beat Nick Foles out for a starting job. Case Keenum, Gardner Menchu, Mitch Trubisky, Andy Dalton, and Sam Ellinger. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I forgot Nick Foles existed for a while. Uh, I didn't even know he was like. I on think a team. everybody did. He also forgot that he existed because he threw what three interceptions in the first half. Yeah, that was uh, pretty bad. Probably the greatest meme is when they had the uh, uh, Scooby Doo, and he took his mask off. <laughs> Nick Foles took a mask off, and he was Matt Ryan. <laughs> Um, okay, right. well, on that note, um, let's just get into it. Let's yeah. go to the bad news. How about this one? Three losers talking about 
the 2010 Chargers had number one ranked offense and the number one ranked defense, but missed the playoff that year. I remember that. That is Jesus. <laughs> just so ridiculous. 2014 Chiefs won a whole entire season without throwing a touchdown to a wide receiver. Oh, yeah, yeah that I mean, was, that was uh, almost the Titans this year. <laughs> it wasn't that far off. Glenn Milburn. That was Alex Smith. Glenn Milburn had 404 scrimmage yards in a game where they lost, and he had zero touchdowns. Holy fuck. There's there's a dude on that list that you sent me that scored eight touchdowns in a game, but he only had like 28 yards. Uh, if five carries, one rushing yard, three rushing touchdown, Jerome Bettis. Oh, uh, what's, Hank, the, what's the Mike Vrabel one? Hank, Hank Bauer had 18 rushing attempts, 28 yards, and eight touchdowns. Oh yeah. my god! But it wasn't yeah, that a, guy. But it wasn't in. No, it wasn't a game. Yeah, it wasn't um, in a game. No, it wasn't a game. Like it wasn't a single game. It just showed like his career stat line. I think. Career. Uh, Mike yeah. Vrabel had. Oh. He had 12 career receptions and 12 touchdowns, and they were all offense. <laughs> uh, this great one was Tim Tebow. He was in a game, two for eight with 69 yards, one touchdown, and won the game versus Kansas City, and he did play the whole entire game. Yeah. Fucking I actually remember watching him that season. Uh, all of his games were horrific, yes. but they kept winning somehow. Well, I mean, their defense is really good. And. And he so was this, rushing a lot. I guess there was only one more that we didn't read. Randy Moss, it was the Thanksgiving game. He had three receptions, 163 yards, and three touchdowns. Yeah, so there you go. Pretty efficient. That's very efficient. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. All right. Let's cool. get into the actual fucking depressing things. Um, yeah. Some games mattered. Some games didn't. So we get the Week 16 uh, recaps brought to you by a new sponsor, uh, it's a show that is going to be coming into the GBA on February 3rd. Uh, they reached out to us and would love to uh, be a sponsor. Uh, it's called Love on the Rocks. It's a drag show about love and breaking up. Uh, feature performers are Gigi Gabor, Cherry Lemonade, and Finn Goering. I'd like to hear more about this Finn Goering person. Finn Goering. <laughs> yeah, they sound wonderful. Fingering, um, that's a real thing. Uh, they are going to be performing over at the Dime, uh, that old location uh, up in Old Town. Wow. Yep. The Dime? I thought that burned down. Uh, well, I like the building's still there, and uh, that's where they're performing. Uh, drag show. Uh, fucking play. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's just the shell of a fucking building with a tarp over it. It's it's Finn 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 Goering, Finn Goering's yeah. gonna be there. Well, you know, I hear that Finn Goering really keeps keeps everybody warm. Um, we're looking at uh, Sam's leggings versus Dale Hartburn Jr. Um, <laughs> uh, we had uh, we had Brendan's string of good luck. Just it just kept on going. Um, he enjoyed a monster performance out of uh, the the miracle, the living walking miracle that is Gardner Minshew. Uh, fresh off the waivers, we had Michael Pittman and Joshua Palmer let him down a little bit, but literally everybody else beat their projections, even the husk of Alvin Kamara. Uh, Brooks had a really solid week uh, with with as advertised performances out of Josh Allen and Justin Jefferson, as well as a big week out of Saquon. Jalen Waddell and T. Higgins. Um, well, David Njoku and Jarek McKinnon let him down. Detroit's defense went full retard and scored negative four points by giving up 37 to the Carolina Kitties. Um, if you happen to find yourself on the wrong side of my prediction, you're probably in luck. Um, Brendan's rally continues as he takes this one down, 186 to 173, and a tale of two brothers, and advances to the championship matchup. Congratulations, Brendan. And uh, on the outside looking in, we've got uh, Rule 34 versus Fine Whiskey in a battle for fifth place, uh, also known as the No One Cares Bowl. Uh, John decided it would be a good time to score 150 points. Uh, this was only his second time doing that this year, and it's uh, it was the first time since week seven. 
So uh, think on that for a second. Um, Joe Burrow, Keenan Allen, Travis Etienne, and uh, an improbably good performance out of Jacoby Myers led John to uh, a nice little victory here. And uh, let us not forget John's blackjack-like approach to uh, playing Evan Engram, which finally worked in his favor as uh, Engram scored 20 points. Um, speaking of improbable, Derek Carr's dumb cuntiness somehow caused Devontae Adams to only score three points. Uh, the Zay Jones bubble finally burst, and fittingly enough, Antonio Gibson managed to fuck Colin over once again and uh, scored seven <laughs> points. So, yep. Um, once again, Hot Take Chris is very wrong on a consistent basis, and John takes it down 153-90. to 90. A pretty decisive victory in this one. Uh, John secures his fifth-place finish. Much respect, though, uh, to Colin for his sixth-place finish, as he was widely shit on. Um, following our our uh, draft review, um, and a a commonly uh, cited worst draft of uh, of the league, so good job for making the playoffs, Colin. He he did have the worst draft, but by far still had the worst. But because he actually put his best foot forward and decided to make some trades this year, he actually traded his way into the playoffs because he did. He did make his team better. Yeah, I mean, um, he drafted every Raider, so he had to do something. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, it. Was still pretty, pretty bad, um, but uh, nonetheless, he did make the playoffs, and that is cool on his part. So, uh, I'll do mine now. I have Brett, old Tom Morris versus Hot Take Chris. Hot Take Chris, who is on the podcast with me. Hot Take Chris with his lowest scoring output of the year. Mr. High scores himself. Um, couldn't even crack uh, triple digits. Um, he got pooped on by a lot of people. It was a really sad day. Um, Chris, I was actually sad for you in my own sadness. I was sad at the same time you were sad. It was kind of fun to share that together. Yeah, there wasn't much to be happy about in my life. Um, no, no, you have nothing to live for now. Um, but, uh, but we'll talk about it. Uh, so, um, Chris, his bench didn't really do him much better and wouldn't have vaulted him into the finals. Um, the only maybe was Tua, who got a concussion in the first half and played the second half anyway. Actually, Tua had an awesome first half, but he sucked in the second half. He scored 15, Herbert scored 8. The seven points wouldn't have made much of a difference because Brett, with a whopping 115.01 <laughs> points, comes in for the murder blow. Um, he was... Let's see who led the way for him because this was... This playoff matchup was a fucking shame. This was a shameful... This was a toilet bowl matchup, 115 to 83. This was... I, I actually have a oh, suggestion for, for changing. After, after seeing this... I have a suggested change to the playoffs that um, that I read about from Matthew Barry that makes more sense because this was stupid. Neither one of you guys deserve to be in the playoffs. Are you going to save um, it for the uh, Travis the idea? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll save it for the end. Um, the only person, actually, well, go figure. It was uh, the Sunday night game, James Conner. James Conner basically kind of won the game for Brett um, and... Godwin had a good game. I mean, Jesus. Everybody sucked, like his team and your team. Y'all fucking sucked. There's not much to say. Brett's team, the only questionable call was uh, Kirk Cousins, who is on fucking fire, scored 30 points. Um, this would be his one, two, three. This would be his third consecutive game. I mean, I guess, I guess you could understand why you'd start Justin Fields, but that was a bad weather game. It was weird. Justin Fields actually isn't very good other than running um neither is Kirk Cousins I guess but Kirk Cousins slinging it at the dome so whatever anyway it was a stupid matchup it sucked uh Chris lost sorry about that Chris Brett won with his 115 points which was let's see actually how low that was Wait, was that the lowest score of the week you two um uh, let's see yeah Brett had the second lowest score of the week and he's in the finals no, third lowest. Sorry, third lowest score of the week, and he made it to the finals because he played the person who scored the least amount of points in the league. Um, unlike me, who I scored the second most points and uh, or the third most points and played the person with the most. So it's uh, how's that working out for you? 
I'm I'm in the fucking third place game playing against you, you fucking cunt. Yep. <sighs> yeah, that's really that's that's really annoying. Um yeah, confirmed. But it's it's whatever. I've already won this league once, so I've got my I've got my name on the belt. I'm happy with that. Next one, um Easy Lob Wedge versus the Gang Bangers. Who fucking cares? Uh it oh 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 let me click it. Okay. Yeah, look at that. Um, Shane actually scored the second most points of the week. Maybe he should be in the finals. Um, Gangbangers lost again, um, despite some pretty darn good performances by some of his losers. Um, Kenny Georgie Pickens had a nice little game. Brock Purdy had himself a nice little game. Uh, Pacheco had himself a nice little game. Fucking Greg Dulcich finally caught a touchdown, that fucking loser. Uh, this is for Scott. Uh... On his bench, everyone sucked there, too. I'm um, surprised he didn't play Dak Prescott, uh, knowing he is a sexual deviant as well. Uh, Shane went fucking ham sandwich, uh, or C.D. Lamb, Dak Prescott stack, scored 70, 73 points. Um, that is almost as much as Chris scored this week. Um, Garrett Wilson, bad game. Joe Mixon, 21 points, pretty good. Uh, DJ Moore. The big players here, DJ Moore doubling his projection. He had a great game. And the Los Angeles Chadges, uh, 20 points versus Nick Foles. Um, and he basically, he kind of started his optimal lineup, I guess. Uh, he could have played Jerry Judy over Garrett Wilson or Brandon Ayuk because um, he's on the bench with 20 points. But, I mean, tomato, potato. Who fucking cares? Uh, so Shane avoids the dick putter and a visor. Um, basically, his dream has come true. He does not have to use the dick putter wherever we do go. And that is that. That is that is my recap. Cool. Uh, both of mine. Uh, no, actually, both of mine don't matter. Uh, one of them I kind of cared about. Uh, we had a colonization versus fantasy football team. It was a battle for seventh. It was 144.96 to 145.20. Does anybody yeah. care? Both teams beat the projections, and it came down to a .24 contest, which is pretty fucking cool. Uh, if Collins started Tyler Higby, uh, he would have killed Mike, but... Uh, finished the playoffs like he finished the regular season, which is disappointing. Uh, Juana Man <laughs> fucked him over with a big old dud of a game, uh, while everyone else on the team had actually a pretty decent one. Uh, Mike's actually had the balls to start Cam Akers um, for maybe the game of his career, putting up 42.45 points. So I guess this means Cam Akers is now elevated to the status of Gabe Davis. Uh, no one else on the team had a crazy week, uh, and other than Hopkins, who had really kind of the, only the bad one, but uh, Akers made up so much that uh, you know it gave him the uh, the irrelevant victory. Then uh, we got all Biz versus Old Dirty Bastard. It was one forty four to one twenty two. Um, half of uh, Brooks's toilet bowl prediction came true um, when it was all said and done. And uh, old Kissy Mouth had his chance to save old Jelly Bean Knees, but uh, he needed a combined 40 points out of Evans and Brady, uh, which is really doable, uh, especially when it's going up against a team that's just devastated with injuries all around. But uh, nope, he they finished with 20 points instead, uh, which ended up being the biggest nail in the coffin for Travis's year. Uh, he did have a winning lineup on his team, but it was an extremely unlikely combination. He would have had to move his uh, his tight end to his um, wide receiver tight end position. He would have had to put in some guys that just really didn't put up points uh, consistently. And, like, I understand why he made the, the choices that he did, but uh, it doesn't fucking matter because he lost. Uh, Derek Carr tried his hardest to fuck over Jess and sell him some expired beers by <laughs> the back of a Trans Am, but uh, Jesse wasn't buying and a monster game with 25 points over his projection from TJ Hawkinson put up uh, 37.9 points, which really saved his bacon because everybody else was right around the projection, some a little worse. 
Uh, but Jesse moves out of the hot seat and slides into uh, into the fucking who cares bowls con- consolation. And Travis is now more nervous than the cat <laughs> in a room full of rocking chairs. <laughs> I've never heard that before. I like it. Really? No. <laughs> what do they have to do with the rocking chairs? They get their fucking tails like stomped on by a rocking chair. That suck. Oh yeah, that would be that'd be rugged. Yeah. You're fucking retarded. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think it's only fitting that we we let the uh, the engineer of this this segment take it take it away uh for the for the final time in the regular season injuries um people are hurt and the people that are hurt will not be playing um <laughs> i think it's, it's you got guys like jerry judy um lamar jackson and uh jalen hurts and those are the guys that are probably the most relevant that uh anybody really gives a shit about um what jalen hurt has uh has a vagina and Lamar Jackson has a knee, and, and Judy has an ankle. Um, John, I can throw something into this injury report. Yeah, go for it. That might be actually make it interesting. And you guys may have heard this um, involving the Titans and the Jaguars. Okay, is that is that the Titans legitimately have nothing to lose or gain by playing the game this week? So they've put, um, of the star players on their team, I think they have 12. Basically, their 12 best players on offense and defense are doubtful for tomorrow night's game. That includes Derrick Henry. Wow. So um, Derrick Henry was doubtful to begin with. The, um, the thing he was about- questionable, and it's a made-up made injury. Right. So Because Justin Simmons, who is their best defensive player, arguably the team MVP, he ha- he doesn't have an injury, but they're just pretending that he has one. Right. So that actually is a very very similar situation, but has more fantasy relevance um, with the Raiders. I don't know oh, if you, yeah. the Raiders are doing the same thing. Um, they're actually benching uh, Derek Carr. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, well, he's terrible. Well, so they're they're putting in Nathan Peterman, which we all know that he's terrible. But I don't know; they want to Instead see what of... they have there. But they're also going saying that they want to see what they have for their uh, young for their young talent. So there's a chance that uh, Josh Jacobs isn't going to be playing. There's a chance that Devontae Adams might not be getting a whole lot of sl- uh, meaningful snaps. So it's 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 a really good chance that you got you know like a Darren Waller, a Hunter Renfro, a, a Devonte Adams, Josh Jacobs, like they all could be just fucking gone, um, to the point where like a Mac, what is it, Mac Hollins or something like that, um, yeah. who's uh, Foster Moreau might be uh, might be a good pickup, um, and then who's their rookie running back? Is it? Is, uh, I can't Zemir remember White. his name. Zemir White. Zemir White. Yeah, he might be a might be a good play too, if you're super fucking desperate. Uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Scott. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you know why they actually benched Derek Carr? Because uh, well, they, number one, they they're came, out of the playoffs. But they they literally came out. Uh, Josh McDaniels <clears throat> said, um, "We want to see who we have for our young talent." He talked with with Derek Carr. And he said, cool. And they said that they're going to bench him for the next two games. Well, Derek Carr also left the team today. Um, he's not even going to be with the team the next two weeks. Um, Yikes. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's quitting on them, just like a sexual predator would. Or maybe well, he's going to jail. No, Derek. Maybe he's going to jail. Well, based off of what they're saying, it was they told him that he wasn't going to play. And he's probably like, cool. That allows me to do my side hustle and uh, hang out behind high schools more. And they're like, yeah, you go do that. And that's probably why he's not going to be hanging around the team because, I don't know, like, get that money, bro. Those fucking well, bullet 40s are almost expired. He's got to get Yeah, he's a man of God. Uh, well, the Raiders, um, I learned today that Derek Carr, if he gets injured... His his uh, ten million and I think fifteen million dollars salary of the for next year and the year after become guaranteed, 
So since they're out of the playoffs and since they kind of suck, it makes financial sense for them to bench him too. Wow. Well, yeah, so uh, absolutely. But, I mean, still, like, if you're holding on to a Raiders uh, guy, which, I mean, really it's only kind of like Colin, but uh, if you're looking to maybe pick up a, a flyer, like maybe looking over in the black and white is uh, is is an option. Ugh. I hope somebody does it. I hope Scott does it. Um, well, the other one is the Jaguars, who have very, very little to play for. Although they have a lot to play if, for, they have to. They can't lose out. If they lose out, they're not in. Like if they lose out, they, they, have, they have they have to have help in order to get into the playoffs, because they have to win the AFC South in order to make the playoffs. Um, because you know their their records shit, and they can't make a wild card. Um, that's, I think it's like a, they have a 6% chance of making the playoffs, um, if they win this week. So it only adds like a 6%. They're probably going to play most of their guys because they, if they win this week, they win the tiebreaker in their division. Right. If but they if, win this week, I'm not sure well, how that, how that transpires, but well, either right way, now, the team that wins in week 17 in week 17, when the Titans play the Jaguars, the winner of that game goes to the playoffs. That's how that's how it's breaking down because of the way the records are. So both teams will very very likely not make the playoffs. It's just going to be there's a six percent chance that the Jaguars could get in as a wild card. No, that's Jaguars I mean. are winning so. the division right now, so they're in yeah. the playoffs. They already have the tiebreaker over the Titans. Unless the Titans win Week 17. Right. So you're saying that they didn't have much of a reason to play, and that's why I said they absolutely have a reason to play. Yeah, they have to win at least one. They have to beat... If they beat Houston, then... And what what happens to the Titans, which you're saying that they're tanking right now, then, you know, great. But they might not have a reason to play Week 18. But as of right now, they 100% have a reason to play Week 17. No, week seven is uh no the week week eighteen. I'm gonna look this up right now because I'm I'm on I'm on it right now. Like they have to win this week, or if not, they have to beat uh the Titans uh, week eighteen because they're playing Houston this week. Basically, they need a win and a Titans loss or two wins. Like. If they if they win out, then they're in. But if they yeah. if they if they lose this week and Titans lose and then they beat the Titans or whatever, like if you know they 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 have to get a win. So I don't know why you're saying that the Jags don't have anything to play for. No, because I listened to um, a podcast with somebody that's much smarter than the three of us combined, and he was, and they were talking about how this was a uh, the scenario was. That yeah, Jacksonville leads a division right now, but the only way that someone's going to win that division is the result of the week eighteen game, which is not this week but the following. And that's why that's why Tennessee is tanking this week. You're gonna see tomorrow night. They're gonna sit all their players. Right, but it's just gonna be a bunch of scrubs out there. You're saying they don't care. The the Jags can't win based off of of the week seventeen matchup, and it only has to do with week eighteen. Right, the The Jags Jags can't win the division fully. The Jags the Jags are in it. It's not a tie. They're in it. They already have the tiebreaker. If the Jags win this week and Tennessee loses, and then next week Tennessee beats the ja- the Jaguars, the Jaguars are out. It okay. doesn't matter. But what... It- <laughs> All right, we can move on. Because <laughs> you're, you're, saying, you're saying like that this week isn't relevant, but it is relevant, so whatever. For the because if the Jaguars lose if the Jaguars lose to the Titans next week, the only way they can get in yeah, but we're not talking as a a wild card doesn't have anything to do with fantasy. You're saying that they didn't have a reason to play this week when they have every reason to play this week. They have a very 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 small percentage reason to play this week, and Doug Peterson has been in this scenario before with the Eagles, and he's rested players. That's my point. The Jags, no, uh, but whatever. We'll 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 continue on to the dumb cunts of the week. Uh, managers, Brooks, uh, that's you because of our our recent discussion. 
<laughs> also, dumb cunt analyst of the week. <laughs> if you guys don't believe me, then you can do the research yourself and lo- and look it up and see what all what analysts that are way more important and know way more information than any of us what they're saying about it. If they and don't you can play read Travis, it, and then you're gonna, Travis and then you guys ETN. are gonna be the dumb cunts. If they don't play Travis Etienne, who is it? Um, fucking Christian Kirk and uh, Trevor Lawrence, then I'll believe you. But if those three guys are playing and they have their key defensive player guys playing, then no, they're they're trying to win. Now, will will okay. they see them I'm just early? Pro- I'm get... proposing a scenario here, here, John, that is a possibility. It if they, mean it's if going they got to the happen. game in the bag and they want to sit their guys early, yeah, sure, I can see that. Like you're 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 t- saying like it would be smart for them to take away their opportunities to lock in a playoffs win, like if they win today and they don't, like if they win this week and and the the Titans lose, then they pretty much what there's almost no chance that they don't fucking get in. So like why wouldn't they try to wrap it up now instead of like leaving it to the football gods like the fucking uh, Colts did last year and they lost to the Jags, like you know. They they got out of the playoff because they couldn't beat the fucking terrible Jaguars last year. But anyways, we'll we'll move on to the to the dumb the Titans. only way that the only way the Titans or the Jaguars could make the playoffs is if Miami, as a wild card, is if Miami loses the next two games. Nobody's saying the Titans are going to make the playoffs. Nobody gives a shit about the Titans. It's the Jags. The Jags actually have a reasonable chance of getting in the playoffs, which because they're in it right now and have a chance of actually winning games. So nobody gives two fucks about the Titans. Well, they could te- technically make it. They technically can, but what, what you just said is they're they're so far out of reach that they're probably not going to try to play. No, that's my sense. point, John. Which they're not playing sense. this week because they're resting not all their key players because they're resting all their key players this week because the only way that they stand a chance to make the playoffs similar to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They just hold the tiebreaker now because they've only played once is because they have to win next week against the Jaguars. The winner of that team is going to be in the, the winner of that game goes to the playoffs. The loser is out of the playoffs. It doesn't matter what happens this week. That's my point. They're I'll, tied I'll, though. If the Titans lose and the Jags win. And the Titans then, already, and then, next, yeah, then what is the tie? What does the tie go to? Then I guess right because if they already because, own the yeah. tiebreaker because they've already played each other <laughs> once, then wouldn't it basically just go for a tie on the on the on the against each other the head to head matchup? The winner of the game against the Jacksonville Jaguars want to talk about and the Titans it, in week we're eighteen about, goes we're to about the two playoffs. Teams that, two teams that suck, and you keep no uh, Justin Herbert. He sucked. Derek Carr sucked. <laughs> Uh, and I'm only going with teams that actually like have relevant, uh, uh, relevant matchups, but like Justin Herbert put up 8.45, uh, that really fucked over Chris and Derek Carr put up, uh, he had 17 points or I thought he had less than that. No, he had eight points. He was projected 17. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that who, who, who had Derek Carr, whoever did, didn't lose. I thought it might've been Brett. No? Cool. Uh, <laughs> we'll go we'll we'll keep going with Diggs and Mike Evans. They had super shitty games. Uh Diggs only had twenty six yards and, and Evans had twenty nine yards. Diggs with four point six points and Evans had a uh, five point nine. Um Josh Jacobs and Aaron Jones, dumb cunty uh running backs. And uh yeah. Five point or nine point seven five and six point nine points for for those guys, with uh, fucking didn't even crack fifty yards and didn't crack uh, rushing and didn't crack ten yards receiving. So that's always fun. All right. Yeah, most of those guys belong to me. So I know I, I looked at your lineup pretty exclusively to pick out all the dumb guns. Hurts real bad. Okay, so we got some we got some previews, and this this is unfortunately our last set of previews for the for the season. Um, and uh, some of these games matter more than others, and I kind of just figured we could uh, we could roundtable it a little bit and just 
just chime in our little useless fucking bits of information and and give you your your fucking your giggles for the week and maybe you can tell us why you think we're dumb in the uh in the uh text chat for about 25 text messages before we wake up <laughs> all biz yeah. and easy love wedge yep nobody cares um but uh Je- who was it uh Right now, it should be close. Uh, I think Shane's missing Judy, uh, possibly. Um, Jesse's got in Lamar Jackson, and he hasn't been seen at practice at all. So uh, he also has Derek Carr on his bench. Yeah, so that's who had Derek Carr. And Mm. um, and so he's going to have to find another starter because it's very possible that both of his QBs uh, don't have uh, – aren't going to be playing next week. Yeah, I think Derek Carr is already projected for zero in Yahoo. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 he was already stated for bench, um, and Lamar Jackson is projected to not be starting as well. Yeah, it's pretty pretty unlikely. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, definitely Jesse would need Lamar to to even make this remotely competitive. Although he does have the uh, elite talents of T.J. Hawkinson, who has now scored forty points, and therefore, by Brooks's logic, is capable of scoring forty points at any point. Uh, so he's got that going for him. So I think we have a, a Gabe Davis of every position now, which is great. <laughs> I think, I think, I, I mean, I don't know. It, it really, it really depends. I mean, if Lamar Jackson comes back and he plays in full capacity, I could be totally wrong, but I think, I think Shane probably takes this one down. I think so too. What do you think Brooks or your feelings hurt that we didn't agree on something? Yep. Oh, I don't, I, I can't think for myself. Um, so I just agree with whatever you guys say. Cool. <laughs> is it that, or is it that you didn't do your homework? Um, you know, it's just that I can't think for myself. Okay. <laughs> oh God. Um, what about the, uh, what about the heartburn kid versus a hot take Chris? Well, I was going to let you two duke it out. But uh, it seems like most of the guys uh, have games that they should be playing. We're already talking about Josh Jacobs. Um, So that might not be something that you, Chris, want to have in your lineup. But it would be, I'd probably just monitor it super close to see if they, uh, what the whispers are about. you know who who's going to be playing? If is it going to be White or is actually Jacob going to be getting some meaningful snaps in there? Yeah, I mean I'll I'll get to it later, but I really hate this matchup for them anyway. I hate I hate this matchup for the Las Vegas Raiders. I hate this matchup for myself. I hate my team, and I'd rather be dead. Uh, Brooks is going to win because Mark Andrews' body has been possessed by the ghost of a dumb cunt, apparently, and I'm probably just going to. I'm probably just going to play Jamal Williams anyway because I know Brooks will hate that the most. Yeah, probably. I'm probably going to bench my whole team. Okay. I don't want to get third. No, it doesn't I'd, really I'd matter. I'd rather, much rather have fourth. Yeah, I'd rather be dead. Awesome. Uh, let's go to a game that actually matters. Uh, Brendan versus Brett. Brendan's trying to be cute. He's got his whole entire fucking lineup on the bench. I don't know why. Is it a psych out? I never understand why people do this. Uh, you're going to set your bench, or you're going to set your lineup based off of what you think your point, your your best team's lineup's going to be, regardless of of what the other person has. Um, I don't know. I could look at his at his bench and, and pretty much figure out what he's going to put up, and it looks like it's about one forty five ish. Brett's kind of doing the same thing. He's got some yeah. guys out, and he's not putting his full lineup in, so. He's about a one forty five. It's just well, I don't know. What do you What do you think? Well, I'm pretty excited for this uh, old cottage cheese and a leopard print burlap sack <laughs> matchup versus Mister. How much is ZJ? Uh, I, th- I mean, I think it's just it's gonna be it's gonna be real good. I think it's a, a nice even matchup. I think uh, I, I really like Brett's odds um, of winning since he's playing six players to Brendan zero. 
Uh, that's probably going to work out in his favor, I think. Um, Bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how this pans out for him. Yeah, I mean, he could just take the old Detroit defense approach and just get negative fours across the board, but I doubt it. Um, <laughs> matchups on uh, on Brett's side look look real good to me. Um, Justin Fields might rush for 300 yards because, again, Detroit. And uh, I just love that he has he has all kinds of options at running back. Um, Brendan has... What What's Detroit? That? I'd like to see what uh, Detroit's like adjusted strength is second half of the season. Um, haven't they been doing significantly better, or is that me just being a, a big dumb fucking retard? Uh, that was kind of my impression is that they were they were looking a lot better recently, and then that didn't go so well last week. Yeah, so. Uh, their last three games, uh, Jacksonville only put up 14, Minnesota 23, Jets uh, 17, but they dropped a big old stinky bomb against uh, Carolina. They let them uh, put up 37. Yeah. So, you know, like not not like at the beginning of the season uh, where they're letting up, uh, what, fucking 38, 27, 28, 48, 29, like 31. So, yeah, they're... They're doing better, not significantly better, but still better. It's kind of not fun that I know there. what I'm talking about because I mean, we we don't trust uh, statistics or peer reviewed uh, articles uh, here <laughs> in this podcast. Um, but they have been the best run defense since week six, and they've been one of the highest scoring defenses of the past uh, seven weeks. Not that I wouldn't. I don't know though. I'm just saying that I don't have any idea, um, but that is something passive aggressive. Brooks is pretty fun. This uh, someone out there in the ether dropped that little knowledge bomb on somebody, and I'm just repeating it. Um, and that is why I started them last week. Um, but it is what it is. They'll probably score 20 points this week. Just imagine if you played a team that scored like 10 points. That'd be cool. Yeah, imagine getting negative four from one of the best defenses in the in the league. Imagine that. Yeah, I uh, I, I don't know. I, I think I think Brendan in this. Sorry to derail your passive aggressive argument, but um, I think Brendan's you know he's got the shoe magic working in his favor, and uh, I don't know. I, I I think ultimately just Michael Pittman is is going to be his his downfall. He's going to do what he's done for. 10 of the other weeks this year and just continue to let him down and Brett's going to take home the hardware. That's my prediction. Um, I'm kind of nervous about Kittle just where they're going to be playing against Vegas and the chances of that being a fucking blowout real quick. And they might not be getting a whole lot of production out of Kittle. Yep. That could be something that, uh, I don't know, that's, that would, that would make me nervous. Um, and then Brett's has uh, Fields playing indoor, and it's a divisional game. So regardless, like they always seem to show up, and, and they they hate each other quite a bit. So we don't have to worry about weather, and we can we can figure that uh, they're probably going to play real tough, um, just because neither of them wants to uh, give up a win. But uh, yeah, I see uh, I see Brett having a good chance at taking this really for for me personally. Who's, who's, Brooks, do you who have any peer-reviewed info- you get any peer-reviewed uh, contradictory information you'd like to submit? Um, I'm just going to cheer for the person that chooses the best golf destination, and so far that seems to be Brendan. I don't know if he's going to win or not because I don't know how to read numbers. I don't know any of these players on his team or on Brett's. I've never heard of any of them, but um, Brendan said that he would like to golf somewhere farther south than Brett, so I'm going to say Brendan's going to win. Yes. You said Brendan wants to play somewhere farther south than Brett? Yep. So you want Brett to win? I said I want to go with Brendan because he wants to play golf farther south. I guess I'm just trying to uh, poke the bear at this point, but you did say at the end of that that you want Brett to win. Nope, I said Bren. Oh, Bren? I've never heard you call him Bren, so that's my fault. 
What about the How toilet bowl? This? Let's 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 take a look at the fucking the toiletiest toilet bowl matchup of the year. I'm I'm excited as a uh, guy that's been in the toilet bowl way more times than I I want to admit. <laughs> I always like to see it happen and not have to uh, worry about it. But it looks like it's about a one ten to one twenty nine. Travis has about a twenty point. Um, 20-point lead right now projection. And uh, Travis is probably what looks like he's going to be benching old uh, mouthy McKissy Dick uh, Brady, who's uh, been a part of his core roster that's just sucked all fucking year. Um, and I actually looked back because I was thinking, Brady, uh, how many losses did he get from Brady um, for starting him almost every single week? And it was only one. Brady was only really responsible for one loss, and it was week one against me. Um, but, you know, Evans didn't have a great year because Brady didn't have a good year. So those two guys really kind of uh, helped him uh, create like a, a big old suck fest for, uh, for him. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Um, Travis is hoarding defenses. He's got three of them on his, on his team right now. <laughs> Scott really wishes that he uh, probably has Derrick Henry um, and uh, DJ Metcalf is going up against uh, Sauce Gardner so maybe maybe DK Metcalf could be having a shitty game too but um, Brian Robinson Pickens and Prudy look like they have uh, some decent matchups so I don't know. Like my my take on it is, uh, he's got two ways to approach this. Scott does, um, and he tries to put up the most solid lineup and just hope Travis has one of his patent shitty weeks, or he goes for broke and loads up on a bunch of boom bust guys, and uh, basically trying to like accumulate a bunch of Gabe Davises to to get off a, a miracle win. Because yeah, I, I think Travis takes this one. I think I would tend to agree that. Uh... Pisk up Travis, newly coined nickname Pisk up Travis. Um, it's it's looking pretty good for him. I mean, the the only thing that really worries me is the fact that he's got currently he's got Taysom Hill on his bench, which means that he's definitely going to score forty points. Um, I mean, it sucks because if he puts him in his lineup, it, he'll only score three. But if he leaves him on his bench, he's got forty. So there's really nothing he can do. But um, you know, Craig Scott. The now domesticated sexual deviant. I mean, you can't really do a whole lot with Derrick Henry except for probably put in Khalil Herbert um, because he is uh, he is the savior, of course. I like Debo is. I think I saw practicing or was seen at practice or whatever fucking cryptic thing they always say when somebody's not definitely out. But I'd be surprised if he if he got a lot of reps. Um. I mean, if if he's if he's playing, he takes gets a you know uh, a lot of time and against Las Vegas, I, I think you know maybe things change, but otherwise, it's uh, I think it's Travis's. Travis's game to lose. Yep. Well, time to turn my buzzer. So I don't start getting mean texts from you guys. Uh, unless, unless Brooks has something to add to it, I'd like to hear what his playoff format is for the uh, the banana, the idea banana hamster. Yeah, the proposal oh, rat, um, Brooks. The proposal rat. What's your fucking? I'll give you a proposal. Um, again, just something that I heard out there. Uh, not factually supported by by anything, and it could just be made up. I could have, I might have just made this up with with no basis. Um, but this is what I wrote down. Uh, for a playoff format, um, since two or three people that aren't in the playoffs, um, had mentioned, or mostly Mike though, um, had mentioned. That the playoffs should be larger since we have more teams, which I probably 50-50 on, don't care. Um, I was going to propose that the top seven teams make the playoffs. Uh, the number one team gets a bye. 
the number seven team in is most points out of the seven through 12 teams. So kind of like what we do now for number six. And then the other six teams, which would be teams number two through seven, they play round one for the highest point total. And the top three scoring teams advance to round two. Uh, round two, uh, which consists of four teams, the number one team that got a bye and the three highest scoring teams from the previous week, um, the top two scoring teams advance to the finals. And then the finals is just head-to-head. Um, Again, uh, no basis. Probably doesn't make any sense. Probably wicked stupid. Um, I like part of it. I don't like everybody plays against everybody. It's just highest, highest point scorer, though. Yeah, I I understood the words that you said, but um, <laughs> the fact that you're the fact that like you would basically be playing rotisserie for one random week out of the year doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Um, no, it's two weeks. Or two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Even worse. <laughs> I like rotisserie is just the least fun thing in the world to me. And um, yeah, I mean, I can see, I can see both sides of it. Um, like I can again, see- just just an just an option that I that I read about on uh, on the old Instagram. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't hate it. I really don't. Um, it's and I think we could do a hybrid where basically we move to like an NFL format where we take seven teams into the playoff and uh, only one uh, first place gets a bye. I, I could see that. Um, then we'd have to start the playoffs a week earlier unless we did it by high score. And that's not going to, that's probably not going to work. The only way to do it with seven teams is to play it in that, in that format by highest score. Cause then you eliminate the same amount of teams in round one as would usually be eliminated. So your round two consists of four teams and your final consists of two teams. Hmm. Mm. I mean, I don't see a, a huge issue in starting it a week early if you wanted to get it to seven. Because I'm, I'm just not a fan of. I've never heard it called rotisserie. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of that format. Like, if you're going to do it, do it the whole entire season, and just say like the the top point scorers are, are the guys that make it into the playoffs. Well, we shall put it to a vote. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Add it to the fucking spreadsheet. It's added. There's going to be a fucking hell of a vote. You're going to have to do some rank choice, go to the ballot box bullshit, probably. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff on that spreadsheet. I hate the rank choice or rank rank voting. You got a parlay, uh, parlay for us, Brooks? Nope. I have a showdown. I have a showdown of tomorrow night's game. Nice. Uh, $15 millionaire Thursday night showdown. Um, I got Hassan Haskins in the captain spot because uh, Derrick Henry's not going to play because they're resting him because whether they win or lose doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Malik Willis. Um, he's uh, He at least runs around. He's a horrible quarterback, but he'll probably score some points. I got Dallas defense, although I'm a little I'm wavering on them because Dallas... Um, We'll probably, they also don't have a whole lot to to play for in this game. But um, I got their defense because Hassan Haskins, or Molly Wills is terrible, so he'll throw some interceptions. CeeDee Lamb, Dak Prescott, Zeke Elliott, um, they'll probably up by a billion points by halftime, and then Zeke to run it out at the end of the game. So that's my lineup. I'm going to win a million dollars, and then I'm going to do whatever I want. Nice. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm going to take a look at the main slate on Sunday for my DraftKings value plays of the week. Uh, I just think in what is absolutely certain to be a dumpster fire, we got uh, Tyler Algier at uh, at home versus Arizona for 5300 uh, Seems like a good value. And then uh, in what might be my least hot take of the year, and that's saying a lot, uh, the 49ers defense at Las Vegas for $2,900. Uh, that's like- wow. It seems like a really good, uh, really good value for a defense. Yeah, seems like a no-brainer. It's probably chalk, probably very, very highly owned and very highly played. It's not a huge upside, huge oh, upside yeah. play, but it's 
I mean, it's probably a solid like seven, eight points. But what you, you know, for twenty nine hundred dollars, that's that's what you want. Dude, they're playing against Nathan Peterman. You can almost guarantee two picks or a fumble and a pick. Yep. Um. Yeah, I got. I'm going to try to go five for five uh, on my upset of the week: Uh, Vikings versus Packers. uh, Vikings right now are plus one fifty. So. I'm going to go ahead and say do Vikings money line plus 150. The Vikings are plus 150? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would take that. Yeah, I mean, everybody's talking about how hot the Packers are right now, and you don't want to see Packers in the playoffs, and it's not about it's not about uh, how hot you get during the season. It's about when you get hot, which I agree, but, like, I just don't think the Packers are that fucking good. They're, they're playing against some shitty teams here and there. Yeah, I like that pick. Well, Fellas, you got you got anything else you want to uh, you want to throw at these people's these fucking poor patrons' ears before we sign off for the uh, for the last uh, game of the year? Um, don't let your meatloaf. Okay. Brooks, reading is dumb and books are stupid. Oh yeah, I was hoping you'd saved a fart for us, but um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, depending on what you guys got going on, we got we got a uh, one last episode next week to wrap everything up, and then we maybe get a couple of special ones to to end out the year, and that'll be it for season one of uh, of Hot Dogs at the Turn. Yep. Alrighty, I guess uh, like like I usually say, that puts a bow on it. Hell yeah. Alright, fellas. Have a good night. See ya.